Blog Talk Radio. Now, when we look at COVID, I think we should um, distinguish between three phases. We have three R's. Restrain, which means to fight the virus, the hot phase most countries are in today. Then we have recover, to go back to a kind of new normal. And finally, the reset, which means to define and to design the strategies um, which uh, should lead us uh, in the after-corona phase. Um, what is the objective? What kind of world do we want to build? What do we know? What did we learn? I think the world um, which uh, we want to create with the Great Reset has to be much more resilient. It has to be because security people will demand more security, um, physical security, health security. It will have to be more inclusive. Uh, we had already a big gap um, before the crisis started. This gap will be tremendously increased. So if we want to avoid uh, some kind of uh, social revolutions, and we have seen uh, the signs of anger, during the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically. That's right. The Jokers and Jesters comedy tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special. Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour dates, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. When the enemy comes into your life like a flood, stand your ground and take your sword out in Luke 10 and go eyeball to eyeball with him and tell him, I have been given the authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, nothing will harm. Good evening, I'm Diana. And I'm Ross. I was wondering when you were going to chime in. You are so... I did. I I was so late. I'm like, oh, my God, it's 7.35, and I'm going, oh. You know, you can get caught up in things so easy, especially when you're reading information and reading articles and the time passes. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I'm sitting here trying to find music. Did I got to ask... Ask our owners here what happened to all of our music that was in the beginning. I mean, there's a flop. That's kind of cool. But we need some music back. i got to ask them about that. So anyway, we are delivering the truth and exposing the lies. Uh, We are booked now for the rest of the month. So this will be the last show that you have to just put up with Russ and I battering back and forth. That's all right. I like it. 
I do, it's too. all good. I know. We could talk for hours, even on the phone. I know. I know. It would be easy <laughs> to get caught up in this information. And just like when you're watching your look, reading your information and catching up, it's the... It's easy to get caught up in this big rabbit hole that we live in. So, obviously, yeah. So I, you know, I've been feeling a little off the last couple of days. So I was going to kind of ask you first before we went into current events, um, what have they been bringing this week? Because I feel like everybody is off the wall. I don't know if it was the full moon or if it's something spring, but. I've been a runny nose for like four days now, and I never really get that, you know, the whole runny nose thing. So fill us in on what they're doing as far as uh, murdering us from the skies. Yeah, you know, that's actually the name of a song that a guy wrote about chemtrails called Murdering Us from the Sky. Yeah, uh-huh. pretty good song, too. Anyway, uh, yeah, we have it posted on the on the website. But anyway, yeah, they've been spraying us with the uh, – it's been a very, very strange four days. And I, I mean, it's it's. There's been a super duper pattern change, real big pattern change. But nevertheless, what they've been hitting us with is all the same stuff, except sometimes it's really hard. The stimulant stuff is one of, is the new is one of the new types. It's not brand new, but they really they started using it on a daily basis. New, so it kind of makes people really wound up. It really makes your heart race. It makes you feel like you're injected with adrenaline. And I, I name for those who don't know, I actually give the different chemtrail types names, so I can keep them straight. Because there's been probably about 15 different types over the years, based on their smell and their symptom set or their taste in the air. Because some of them have taste, some of them have odor, some of them have both. So you just have to detect them. And I've written articles on them, but that's how I keep them straight. So the stimulant type has been real heavy. The burnt. Uh, the newest type is the burnt, uh, the burnt electronics type, and this type a lot more people are smelling than any type before, and it really has a very strong odor. In fact, the first time they hit us with it a few months ago, I went down into the basement. I was looking around the house because I thought something was burning. There was like an electrical burn because it smells exactly like an electrical burn. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was so that that's another type. But they also they're hitting us with all the usual stuff. One is called the model cement burnt plastic type. It smells like burning plastic and a combination of model cement glue and it always those two odors always occur together, so I call it the model cement burnt plastic. And another type called the chalky bitter pharma. They spray us with that every day. That one causes massive drops in magnesium. It can cause your hands and feet to get cold. It can cause heart problems. I think it's a very dangerous type. It's one of the most dangerous types we've ever had. I think it may contain venom peptides um, or a plasmid, which is one of the components used to make the COVID vaccine. Well, we can't call it a vaccine, but the injection is not really a vaccine by any means. And the other ones that you usually spray is the copper type, the inflammatory type, and the mercury type. So we're getting hit with all of those today as usual but in your area they may be hitting you with biologics because they hit us here biologics on a kind of a cyclical uh, cyclical uh, schedule and that'll make you yeah. runny nose yeah hmm. interesting yeah well it's not interesting it's, it's pathetic really what it is and um, one of my girlfriends mentioned um, and, and, and she's awake she's 
going on. And, and she even mentioned something on her Facebook post today that she's had a sinus headache for like five days. She never gets any kind of headaches. You know, and of course she posted pictures of her area. She's in South Carolina, posted pictures of her area, uh, you know, where they were spraying. And, you know, she's no dummy. You know, she, she can make the correlation, but unfortunately so many people can't. So, yeah. Yeah, the type, the type that they spray every day that gives people headaches, and these types are in different proportions throughout the day. Now, my friend Laura, my business partner, she, she gets a really bad headache, in response, and so do I, in response to the copper type. There's a type that tastes like copper in the air, um, and that just makes us feel bad, you know, joint pain and headaches, uh, especially kind of behind the eyes and over the top of the head, just really, uh-huh. really bad. So that may be, and again, a lot of people, a lot of people respond that way to that particular type that I've personally seen. Yeah, there's there's so many. I think I feel like there's so many correlations to illness in these things now, and you know, and, and it's not only that. I mean, we not only have the chemtrails that we're battling here. We're battling, you know, a crappy water supply. We're battling crappy foods and GMOs. I mean, clearly, the whole world is battling immense amount of stress from, you know, the financial situation and, you know, which, which is now a recession. If, and I don't care if anybody disagrees with that, but but it is. And, you know, so we've got all these other things to deal with. In addition, you know, it's no wonder that our bodies are breaking down faster than they used to. Yeah, and it's true with mercury, too. I mean, mercury, I, we talked about this last week although we had some audio problems, so I don't know if people could hear it all, but mercury actually raises your adrenaline. It raises your norepinephrine. It raises your dopamine. It raises your estrogen. It lowers your, uh, uh, your GABA aminobutyric acid, which is your, your big uh, neural regulator. What all these things do is they make you anxious, depressed, hyper, have looping thoughts, OCD, and they really may basically induce fear and anxiety and sleeplessness. All the things that go with it can make people feel jealous. It can make people feel depressed, out of control, hyper, looping thoughts, can't get sounds out of your head, easily distracted, can't read a, a paragraph without being distracted. A distant noise may distract you so you can't focus, you can't sleep at night. Uh, that's just one of the many, many, many causes of mercury, and we know that uh, these chemtrails have mercury in them every day. I'm just kind of laughing because I'm thinking so many of those things you just said is there's a perfect people for vestibular disorders too. <laughs> I feel that way a lot. So I kind of want to um, move on to, to current some current events. Uh, interesting that this is a New York thing, and you know we'll always update all the states now that we're coming up York, um, but. Uh, I guess the FBI went in and they raided uh, the New York City mayor. For those of you that don't know who the mayor of New York is, Mayor McAdams, the guy's a dweeb. And um, they went in and, and I guess he's being accused of this fundraising chief, um, just, just stealing a whole bunch of stuff and money and yada, yada. yada. So I guess he's he's under some... He's under some scrutiny here. That's uh, good. You know, you let all the illegals in, maybe you're going to get a little bit of what you deserve. But the problem is that I find with these people is, it, it, I mean, look at look at Dr. Fashi, Fashi, Fakey, whatever you want to call 
he, you know, he's crimes against humanity 100%. And nothing ever happened to him. Nothing ever happened to Bill Barr. Certainly nothing has ever happened with anybody that has anything to do with Epstein Island. And if you don't know what that is, then you have a lot more shows of ours to listen to. But uh, these people have, you know, don't ever seem to get in trouble for their for their crap. But, uh, you know, it would be nice to see, you know, maybe somebody on a little bit of a lower level to, uh, <clears throat> to get in trouble. And there's bail reform and everything else. Nobody should be getting a standard uh, speeding ticket in New York State for crime and lying and cheating and stealing just that the politicians in that state do alone. So that, that's my soapbox for when it comes to uh, the political system in New York State and, and everywhere, basically. Yeah, it's everywhere. I mean, basically, they have a system set up. People don't realize this, but people set up a system, which is a hierarchy, that actually, and they did this a long time ago, they realized that if they were going to pull off their great work, their great plan to deceive the whole world, that they had to have people uh, working on their side in every level. And and, uh, so what they had to do is they had to get local people involved. So you may wonder, how are local prosecutors involved? How is the local mayor involved? How are the local police people involved? This is all done through different groups, but especially through masonry. You know, the masons basically have a graduated system of degrees where you start in at a low degree and then you work way up to a high degree and you're only elevated to another degree if you're invited. And they, from the very first degree, you actually make a blood oath. But the thing is, it's basically a system of bribery because when you become a member, you will get contracts, you will get business benefits, you will be the one who receives all kinds of benefits and the higher level degree you get to, the bigger and the better the benefits are. So you receive these benefits, mm-hmm. but the blood oath says that you must obey what the Grand Master of the Lodge tells you to do. When you're given a command, you have to do it. You have a blood oath, and the blood oaths are gory, you know, slitting your throat and your guts and all kinds of horrible things. And uh, so this is how they actually get a whole hierarchy of people involved. And this is a system of bribery is really what it is. It's an organized hierarchy bribery and this is why so many people all the way down to local police and I know this I know this personally I know that they actually have pushed for many years to get police involved uh, you know police officers involved and this is part of what happened with the John Benet Ramsey case a lot of people know that about the child uh, murder case in Colorado um, but anyway that's a whole other story but I mean that's why there was a battle in the police department because uh, it's believed that some were part of the fraternity and other ones weren't. So some were seeking justice and some were just following orders. So it's a it's a deep it's a deep rabbit hole we're in here. So uh, they they don't call it the deep state for nothing. Um, just um, I noticed that Russ posted um, about the chat room. So we do have a chat room, um, and you can find that chat room on freedomizerradio.com under Listen Live if anybody wants to use the chat feature. Um, you can get a hold of us there live while we're on the air. So, um, so let's see what else is going on. Lots of things, and, and you know, I'm kind of perplexed because I just made an event page for our um, guest next week, and for some reason it's not showing up here. That's so strange. It's there, but it's not there. I don't know what happened to it. 
All right. So Maybe either way. Facebook again. Might be Facebook. But it was there. I don't know what happened to it. That's so quick. I, I know. Facebook. I, I swear, with the amount of followers that you have on Facebook and the amount of friends that you have on Facebook, um, obviously my first channel got shut down a couple of years ago, and I had 5,000 on that, and it got Now I'm pretty picky with what I put on my page. But um, with as much as you have, you would think you would be getting more actually seen, and they don't. Yeah, they absolutely don't, and, and we know why we don't, because they do what's called de-boosting, you know, and they throttle, they isolate, they call it digital cages where they actually, and this has all come out in paperwork that was uh, found, uh, memos that were found within Facebook and other groups with how they actually put people in digital cages. So basically there's only a very small percentage of your friends that typically see your posts, and they can take uh, certain people who may sometimes post undesired content, content that doesn't go along with the, uh, with the official narrative, the official lies, and they will put you in a digital cage. So only a very small number of people will see your posts um, unless they don't have any trigger words or something. So if you, you post pictures of kittens, then, yeah, you might get 50 or 100 posts, but if you post something with a, some trigger words in there or something that's a little more in-depth, then... Uh, then few people are going to see it and less people are going to respond to it. So, yeah, it's true. I've got 5,000 Facebook friends. I have uh, many, many, many people who've given me friend requests that I can't approve because uh, I can't have more. Facebook doesn't let you have more than 5,000 friends. So, yeah. it, you know, well, they kind of limit I, your reach that way too. Do you hear me? And then I review people you could probably get rid of. I'll be sure I send them to you. So, anyway, uh, on to um, some more current events here. I'm just trying to post through our through our group chat because that's really where I get it from. People, I had a, a, somebody text me this morning, and you know, he was like, "I'm going to sign into the show tonight for the first time and listen." He's like, "Where do you get all your information from?" I said, "Oh, Telegram, mostly. You know, or things that people send me. It's not like I sit down and do of, of research, um, you know." For, for the show. I just really don't because I don't need to, you know, and especially when we go ahead and I think it's going to be the day after, the week after Thanksgiving that we'll, we'll be doing a nutrition show, you and I together. I don't need to, you know, research for hours on that kind of stuff. That's kind of good. Uh, I guess what they're trying to do, um, and, and this isn't just in your state, um, and your state was part of it, but they're trying to get rid of, a lot of the states are pushing to get rid of the time change because obviously unless you're in Hawaii or um, Alaska, is it Hawaii and Alaska that don't do it? I think it's Hawaii and Alaska that don't honor the time change. So don't quote me on that. I think certain parts of Arizona too that don't honor the time change. Uh, they're trying to push, you know, getting rid of this time change. And there's quite a few states that are actually on board with it. The problem is, <clears throat> because it was passed in Congress originally, it has to be approved in Congress. A lot of the states have already passed this bill, you know, or signed in a, you know, affidavit to to get rid of the time change. But it has to go through Congress first. And I guess it just keeps getting pushed back. But that's one thing I'll actually agree with, with legislation uh, for once. I don't agree with a lot of it. 
But uh, I think they should get rid of the time change. It's stupid. I do not need it to be dark at 3.30 in the afternoon. I also don't need it to be light at 10 o'clock at night. But that's just me. I think it screws everybody up. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I know living in Maine has been a real shocker to me. I moved here in 2008, and in the summertime, it literally is light until after 10. I mean, it's, uh, it's sun doesn't set till like 10 to 10.30. And then if you get up at 4, 4.30 in the morning, the sun's rising already. It's absolutely wild. But, uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying about the time change. So uh, so that's interesting. We'll see we'll see what happens there. That's going to mess up a lot of computer systems, I think. Um, it already is hard enough to deal with when you're a programmer, but we'll we'll see what happens when that uh, when that goes through. Yeah, I just I just yeah. don't think that we really need that anymore. It's just I don't, we should get rid of it. There's there's bigger things to worry about. So what did you yeah. think um, about that post that was in the group chat about where did it go? About the red dye of oh, here it is of oh, the bugs. For some reason, my links aren't opening up from the chat. But uh, you know, somebody posted it on your timeline um, about the red dye and the bug. Can you elaborate on that? Because I it, it won't allow me to open the link from wherever I am. But somebody posted it on your timeline this morning, and I found it. And it, so Facebook has not let me do anything. I'm gonna sign out of it and try to sign back in. Do you know what post I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yep, the, yep, um, I'm looking at it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, this red Can bug that's it? been used as a coloring, yeah. It, it, yeah, you can look for it. Um, what's that? I said they must really be after me today because they are literally not letting me open up any link or anything. That's ironic. Hmm. Hmm. It's always the time. It's not it's really ironic. It's not really ironic. Yeah. We know. Yeah. Anyway, elaborate on this. Obviously, last week, the big talk was Tyson putting bugs into their disgusting, genetically modified frozen chicken products. So what do we have going on with this? Yeah, well, we have a bug. We have, lot, we have lots of bad things that are using colorings, and this is why you find out that there are a lot of, uh, especially children, but a lot of people have bad reactions to food colorings and different colorings and stuff. And um, so you have, uh, I'm, I'm reading this here, it says the same in- insect, which is from the carminium food coloring, is produced. They are uh, Coca-Cola, crab sticks, sausages. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these things, it's almost like, like a lot of people don't realize from my information, I mean, like pork, for instance, they have to, it's it's basically a pretty disgusting color when it's in its natural state, but they color it just to make it look more like meat. Um, and pork pork has a lot of bad things. Pork people, it's very bad for your blood cells and other things. But uh, yeah, this this coloring, um, it's also called. Uh, yeah, what's that? I said pork is like the bottom of the bottom. It's all the shit that the pig eats, basically. I mean, and that's what you're eating. It's just it's gross. Yeah, I mean, basically, you know, some of the, you know, in in certain belief systems, it's not even considered food. There's a lot of a lot of animals are not considered uh, food worthy. They're not. They're not. They're called. And that an old word. If you've heard the word varmin, that kind of is a word meaning a dirty animal, an animal that is not clean to be eaten. And uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of where that comes from. 
But this food coloring is said it's also called Carminio, Crimson Lake, uh, uh, Gamalakia. Um, it's it's an acid has the effect of uh, uh, drinking uh, clear spray paint. It says food additive matrix E, e uh, matrix E120, um, and they use a lot of codes to hide it in ingredients. And this is some of the uh, codes that they have in this uh, in this document here. It says E100, E101, E103, 104, 105, 111. These are all codes. E121. There's literally probably about 40, 30 or 40 codes here, and uh, that talk that have this uh, this these different colorings that are harmful. The MSDS shows bad um, bad health effects. So you know, and this isn't news to people who keep their ear to the wall. You know, it's um, this is true, and it's in a lot of different things. They color a lot of different things to make them look more like food, especially. Uh, fake food or, or heavily processed foods. Um, yeah, yeah, so I mean, even in some of the worst one is, uh, and I always talk about mercury a lot because it's the globalist favorite poison, is, is um, the, uh, the red ore of mercury, which is called cinnabar, which is used to color dentures red, for instance. But in this particular instance, there's, this, there's an insect. I know the poster looking at this insect it actually is red. And it's funny because I actually found it in an herbal supplement um, that I was considering taking. Uh, it was actually in a uh, in a um, uh, the uh, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. What is the name of the herbal supplement for your heart? Hawthorne. It was in a Hawthorne supplement, and I saw this name, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is red food coloring. That is from this insect. So yes. And they, they, the other thing I'd say is they, they, they encode a lot of these things. They do the same thing with MSG. MSG has all kinds yep. of code words, so you can't really tell which foods it's in effectively at all. It's very difficult. Yeah. And I think natural flavor is one that might be MSG, if I'm not mistaken. Natural flavoring is one of the code words, yes, it is. Yeah, we yeah, made cards. Our company made up cards years ago, so people could go shopping and they have a little reference card that had a list of all of the code words that stand for MSG. Yeah, yeah there's um, and natural flavors isn't everything, and it's in a lot, even in a lot of organic things, where they use where so that's that's interesting. So um, yeah. well, the products. Products that I sell, I can assure you that there is no food coloring or even bugs of any sort. And I get asked every week about light, which we haven't really talked about, Russ. I think we're going to do something about that one of these days. Because I don't even know what your feelings are about that, but uh, we'll talk about that privately first. But, um, again, vegetables are getting exorbitantly expensive. You know, the salad mix that I use, I think, is a 419 a container. And, I mean, I'll eat, that's, what, four ounces, five ounces? You know, I'll chop that up and eat in one sitting. It's crazy how much it costs. Crazy. And every time I go into the stores, you know, things go up another 10, 15, 20, sometimes 40 cents. You know, it's just things that I just won't buy anymore. But um, so to go back on the vegetable thing, um, I'm starting to substitute more of the, you know, the powdered greens and the green juices because it's cheaper to do it that way than, you know, to try to do a whole salad. 
So um, the website where you can find the, the super green juice that I use, and, and it doesn't taste, I swear it doesn't taste like cardboard. It's a little bit sweet, actually, um, and it's, you know, some of them are just gaudy when you taste them. And this is not chalky. It mixes well. Um, it's on hopehealth.thegoodinside.com. So it's hopehealth.thegoodinside.com. And um, I'm going to take that and put it in the event page too. So, because I always say I'm going to do that every week and I forget to do that. Uh, so, um, yeah, obviously the price of, you know, the price, and we talk about this every week, the price of things that are going up, it's just getting expensive just to exist on this earthly plane anymore. Yeah. And and this is part of the real problem with centralizing power because this is what the powers that be want because they're, they want to drive the middle class into the ground and they want everything for themselves and they want to secure their power. And with a powerful middle class, you can't have an oligarchy like we have right now. And that really is the big goal. And that's where the whole world is driving this whole thing that people hear about new world order you talk about uh, global government. This this is all part of a big plan, and you're seeing it happen right now. I mean, we don't have to have prices drive, driven into in, in, into the skyward. We don't have to have the falling economy if we follow the principles that are well established in history. I mean, this is what I've said for years. I said it to people. I said, look, we have a model of law and policy that works. We know what works. That is how the United States became the most powerful and the most prosperous country in the world. Now, it wasn't perfect by any means because they didn't follow everything, but they implemented so many principles of prosperity into the law system, the laws of the United States, that we became prosperous. So why are we moving away from it? Why We have this model of history that works. It is the biggest, most powerful model that works. But everything has been taken away. Everything is being centralized. The money is fiat money. You should never have fiat money. You should put hands into the, into the, um, our power into the, the hands of the middle class and let people innovate, let people make a living, let people have no taxation or li- very, very light taxation only on certain activities, not income tax. Income tax is a fraud, um, uh, at least the way people understand it is not what people think it is. And this is right from uh, federal court cases that I'm very well aware of. So they're just driving the middle class down. This is all artificially being induced uh, as a result of fiat money. And they know every fiat currency in history has gone bankrupt, and we are one of them. And it's very, very sad to see people so apathetic, not realizing that they are going to suffer terribly because they have not kept their government a government of integrity. Yeah. And I think, you know, when people, I mean, even when I myself, I started opening the door of all this stuff, I was like, what? You know, what's this be? And you can go down a rabbit hole for days on this stuff. And, you know, it's kind of disturbing. You know, it's kind of disturbing when, just last week, when you grow up one way thinking one thing, although I still will I'm glad I had some kind of resemblance of a childhood. You know, I did have to wear a diaper on my when I went to school. But uh, I'm just saying that it's 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 pretty eye-opening when you start going down these rabbit holes and realizing what's really going on. So some some other current events that are going on, and I can't remember if you said you were on Telegram, but um, if you are, we need to hook up over there on Telegram 
Because there's something I want yeah, to send you. Yeah, I've got some. I've got some channels over there. Okay, yeah, you have the channels. I'm just talking about your personal accounts. But um, the CIA director, he admits the plans for geoengineering, a.k.a. chemtrails. And there's a video that goes with it, and I'm not sure if I can play it and people would be able to hear it clearly. But um, he is actually admitting that they are geoengineering, a.k.a. chemtrails. So, uh, I mean, they're saying this stuff out loud now. You know, they're not even really hiding it anymore, which is kind of... Scary. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I'd, I'd love to comment on that too. Is that here's the thing that people really need to understand is the whole thing about them coming out for years. They were saying, "Well, we're thinking about geoengineering, but we're not doing it yet. We're thinking about it." And then they came out and said, "Oh, well, it's too you know a couple of years ago. Well, it's too dangerous. It's too risky. I don't think we're going to do it." And they're like, "Well, it's too important. We must do it." So there's been all this battle in the news about are we going to geoengineer it? Are we not going to geoengineer? All of it is lying propaganda. And the reason it's lying propaganda is because it is a form of, of, dis, uh, of deception that they are already spraying the skies. They're already spraying poison into the skies. And the fact that they're arguing about whether they're going to do it or not, they know that the implied answer, the implied the implication that the government or that the people draw from the fact that they're arguing about whether they're going to do it or not is that they're not already doing it. It's the same thing as when uh, Kiko Mitsui is on television. He's like the new Carl Sagan. He's the spokesperson for science, right? He's on television saying, well, we, we're working on ways to control the weather and we're making progress and we're almost – uh, to a point where we can do, you know, create rain and stop rain maybe, but we're working on it. And what is the implication? The implication that the public draws is that we can't do it yet, which is an absolute lie. They were doing it in the 40s and 50s. They were steering hurricanes with 10, according to Ben Livingston, who was the head of the program in the Air Force, they were shutting, they were making powerful hurricanes into tropical storms with about $10,000 of material. Can you imagine mm -hmm. the amount of damage and suffering they would have averted? So this whole thing about geoengineering is prop that you're hearing in the news, it's propaganda to make people think it's not happening. Now, there's another aspect to this is that they call it geoengineering, which bothers me because a lot of people out there kind of say, well, you, you should call it geoengineering because it's a scientific term. And I get that. I understand the reasoning behind that because it makes you sound smarter. It makes you sound like you're being more scientific. The problem mm -hmm. is... Geoengineering is defined as something that is beneficial for the public. The spraying of the poisons that they are spraying in the air is not beneficial to the public. It's extremely harmful to everybody and everything. This is why when I'm daily logging the spraying that they're doing over us and what's in the air and what I'm tasting and smelling, I actually often put a postscript on there that says the attack against all life continues because it affects plants, animals, humans, soil, everything. So the whole fact that they call it geoengineering, that in and of itself is a form of propaganda to make it sound like they want to engineer something in a, for a positive reason. But there's nothing positive about putting mercury. Yes, they're using mercury. Arsenic, lead, cadmium, and other toxic metals into the atmosphere, aluminum, barium, strontium, all of these things have been found in the fallout uh, in the air. 
and, and there's nothing beneficial about it. So, yeah, they're coming out yeah. saying, yeah, maybe, you know, but it's just like they've been saying this stuff for years, you know, been saying that maybe they will, but I just want people to understand this is a form of, of implication propaganda. It makes the public draw a conclusion without them really saying it. They're not saying, hey, we're not spraying yet. They're just saying we're thinking about it, and the public says, oh, they must not be doing it yet. Right. Yeah. And I want to add that to that when we come back. But, um, you know, last week after the show, I got a text, and somebody listening to the commercials, um, and, you know, we're supposed to rotate the commercials, but there was the one that I did on socialism. I'm going to play that one again during the break because uh, they said they didn't catch up again. And, and it really does tell what's going on in the current times. So we're going on uh, to our first break. Deli- uh, Diane and Russ delivering the truth. We will be back in four minutes, guys. Thanks, guys. When socialism arrives, you're going to want to be ready to look at the glass as half full, even if the glass is empty, or even if there is no glass, because you're starving to death. Here are nine upsides to socialism you might not have considered. Number one, you can finally meet your weight loss goal. If these current trends hold, you'll be down to a slim, girlish 75 pounds by the end of the month. Number two, your wife will be limited to only a couple of decorative pillows. Save the leather couch cushions to boil into this year's neighborhood stone soup festival. Mmm. <laughs> Number three, kids aren't nearly as noisy when they're dehydrated. For big families living under socialism, silver linings abound. Number four, everyone is happy. Cause if you're not, straight to the gulag you go. I'm happy, I swear. Number five, you'll meet all kinds of nice people while standing in the bread line. Broaden your horizons. Or should we say, bread in your horizons. <laughs> eh? Eh? I thought it was funny. Oh, here's a fun one. Number six, no election fraud. It's easier when there are no elections. It's great. And number seven, no long lines at Starbucks. It's easier when there's no Starbucks. So much easier. Oh yeah, number eight, no more negative news about your government, because if you publish it, straight to the gulag. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) And finally, number nine, you'll never feel lonely again, because Big Brother will always be with you. It's all about perspective. Just remember to look on the bright side of socialism. Or else, straight to clock. You go. Were you just watching a Babylon Bee video? Of course you were. You know how I know? Okay. One more time. This is your foot. This is shoes. This. This is your foot in shoes. I I can't move. Any questions? A little help. This public service announcement brought to you by Zero Shoes. Feel the freedom. Feel the fun. Feel the world in Zero Shoes.
And we're back. Are you there, Diana? Yep, I'm here. I was trying to unmute myself, and it wasn't working. I was like, oh, my gosh. At least I can't hang up on myself. I guess that's a good thing. So um, I wanted to, we were talking about the geoengineering stuff right before we went to commercial, and I wanted to go back and, you know, Bill Gates, I mean, he, he basically helped publicly and said, fine. Quote unquote, right? And one second, there's several people on the switchboard, and I unmuted them. There's some noise in the background. Okay, I just kept that. So okay, yeah, because I didn't get to hear most of what you just said, so you kind of went out. Somebody that was on the there's several callers on the switchboard that are listening, and I accidentally unmuted one of them. They had some noise yep. in the background. So Bill Gates came out and he said that he wants to block out the sun, uh, you know, to help with the climate change, right, by by dispersing these nanoparticles into the stratosphere is basically what he says. But I guess if, if you're really thinking about this, um, why would he have to block out the sun if if the global warming or climate change is, is driven by human activity and our carbon emissions from our bad, bad gas cars and gas stoves? You know, the guy's not right, or there's a lot more to that story. Just yeah. saying. No, that's exactly true. I mean, so many of the lies that they tell are so bad and so obviously bad. In fact, that in and of itself is a form of propaganda. A lot of people don't realize that. But some of the propagandist stories and the lies are so stupid, they're absolutely ridiculous, that people can't believe it's propaganda. So it actually gives them more credibility when they say stupid things. It's almost like at 9-11 they said, oh, we found a passport of one of the hijackers. It's ridiculous that that would happen under those conditions. It's just kind of, it's very, very insane that they would say that. But Mm -hmm. but the fact that they're broadcasting it on the news and making it sound so official, uh, yet it's so ridiculous, people are like, wow, they wouldn't make that up if it was that ridiculous. It's like, no, no, that's part of what makes it work is that it's ridiculous. In the same way, what people don't realize about chemtrails, or if you want to call it geoengineering, whatever people decide to call it, is that when you put particulates in the atmosphere, you actually increase the thermal capacity of the atmosphere. It increases thermal capacitance. And the net effect of this is that you increase temperature. So let's think about this for a minute, folks. They're doing the very thing that's causing the problem that they're claiming they're trying to stop. Did you catch that? I won't say it again to save time, but they're doing the very thing. They're doing the very thing they're saying they're trying to stop. Okay, there, I did repeat it. It's the same thing that they did with so-called COVID, is they actually said this is a horrible virus that's causing liver failure and kidney failure and all these kinds of debilitating diseases, yet it was the remdesivir medicine. It's not really medicine, it's poison that they were using that was causing those problems, right? That was actually what was causing the problem. So they, they were, the medicine they were using, it was the only medicine that the, uh, that the CDC was allowing hospitals to use was the very medicine causing the problems that they were, that they were scaring everybody with saying, look how bad COVID is, it's causing these problems. If that's not enough, it's the same thing that happened with the AIDS virus, okay? The AZT, the medicine that was supposed to cure the AIDS, was causing the, the, the symptoms, 
and then they called it, they, they said that these symptoms are AIDS. So they were causing the very thing they were saying they were trying to get rid of. It's the same thing they're doing with geoengineering. They are causing this. They are the ones doing it, even though it's really barely happening because raising the temperature of the earth is very difficult because the earth is a self-balancing control system. There's, it automatically balances its own temperature, and over time it does go through cycles, and it's been much, much, much warmer historically than it is now, and we're on a downtrend according, in at least a long-term downtrend. But anyway, so yes, putting particulates to the atmosphere, they say they want to raise the albedo of the earth. The albedo is the reflectivity of the earth. They want to bounce sunlight off the earth. The problem with that is the thermal capacitance that you increase in the atmosphere has a higher degree of effect than the, than the reflectivity of the atmosphere. And then the, in the meantime, you're poisoning humans, poisoning us. They're literally making us sick. I mean, I can smell and taste this, and I see people get headaches and nausea. This is the kind of stuff you would see if you were working in a toxic factory because you're in a toxic environment that's being in, artificially made toxic, and then they're saying, oh, my gosh, we must do something to fix it. So that is the situation that we are currently under. Yeah, and there's there's really no going outside for fresh air anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, people go, oh, you out, get some fresh air. I mean, there are some nice days, you know, where there aren't any spraying in the sky where you could see it, and you know, you. But again, there's, you know, it's hard to say. Get some fresh. Air. Open up my windows. I'm thinking, man, rain that heavy. I don't want any windows open. Well, and people also must know that regardless of whether you're seeing trails in the sky, the last few years they have been employing technology that makes it so that these jets that are spraying this stuff, that are releasing this, do not leave trails anymore. There was a whistleblower that came out maybe 10, 12 years ago that actually said, I would be more afraid, I would be more concerned about the chemicals they're using to dissipate the trails than the trails themselves. In other words, the dissipation agents for the trails are actually, in his opinion, were, and he was a very smart guy, were actually, are actually more toxic than the trails themselves. So now here in Maine, let's say 10 years ago, it looked like a war zone every day in the sky. Every day you could go out and the sky was plastered. Now I see trails in the sky maybe five to eight days a month. The rest of the days I don't see trails anymore yet. And this is very important for people to remember. The air is just as toxic with the same horrible taste, the symptom-causing poisons that are in the air than were present when they were spraying. The air quality has not changed. They have been able to maintain the level of toxicity in the air, but now they've gotten rid of the visible trails in many areas. And so people online sometimes say, hey, look, they stopped. We're having clear trails. Well, of course they want to make it look that way because out of sight, out of mind. They don't want the public to actually see it. But yeah. let me tell you, they have not stopped. Even if you have a perfectly clear day, if you have somebody in your area you can taste and smell it, they will tell you it's no different than it was when you could see it. They are just making the trails very short, and they're spraying or non-existent, and they're spraying at a high altitude. So these things are virtually impossible for, to, to see from the ground. See, yeah, and I'll tell you, I don't know yeah. what they did today, but had, and and I, I don't know, maybe you could tell me because you would know if you have like a uh, like a bloody mouth, like you bit your tongue. What's that? Did you say you you, you went uh, you went out for a second? Like a blood flavor? Did you say like a taste? 
the bloody, like, you know, you bite your tongue and you taste blood. But I didn't bite yeah. my tongue. And all day long I've had a metallic, bloody type of taste in my mouth. And I, what is that? Is that something from the trails? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the thing, well, here's two things that are interesting for you. First of all, what is it in blood that makes, it gives it its flavor? It actually, if you think about what blood tastes like, it actually tastes like a rusty pipe. If you've ever drunk water from a rusty pipe, like I, I have, I, yeah. you know, yeah, it's the same yeah, flavor. Yeah. And that's because it's iron oxide. It's iron oxide. Mm. One of the components, um, there are metals, in fact, in fact, there's a there's a chemtrail type I have named. I, I, I originally named it the uh, iron, I think I call it the iron aluminum type, if I remember. That was my original name for it until I got more information about it because it actually tasted like iron. It tasted like like blood. It really did. And then the other side of that story is that the people who have actually studied the fallout in the rain have actually found red blood cells in the rain. Let me say that again, red blood cells in the rain. It's been found, red blood cells in the rain. So why would they put red blood cells in the rain? And this story gets so deep. I mean, there's so much to it because the patents actually tell people that red blood cells can be used as a carrier for pathogens. So, again, there's so much I don't even have time to tell you because I know we have less than an hour left. I could talk about this for hours, but... um, Bottom line is that uh, it is possible that there is an iron component to the air that some people, that they concentrate in certain areas sometimes and people will taste it, and it could be the iron from the red blood cell component that they're adding. That's a very good possibility. That's why I ended up naming that chemtrail type the iron aluminum type uh, years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of aluminum, and I, I just want to say something about aluminum in cooking when cooking aluminum. Do not cook in aluminum foil. Get decent um, non non-waxed. Uh, you can get it on Amazon, and I can't think of the exact brand that I get, but um, it doesn't have any chemicals on it, parchment paper. Because when you cook in foil, and I've been meaning to say this for weeks now. It's been sitting there, and I haven't said it. But it, when you had mentioned aluminum, it made me think of it. When you cook on aluminum, and I used to do this all the time before I knew any better. You know, I'd line the things with aluminum, clean, clean, blah, blah, blah. Um, you increase your aluminum concentration between 89 and 378%. That is insane. So you're basically leaching into the food. Yeah. And and everybody knows aluminum is toxic. So use parchment paper. Obviously you can't go you know you can't go above 420 degrees with with that type of parchment paper, but it's worth it. You shouldn't be roasting your food at that high of a temperature anyway. It creates free radicals. So I'm not a big component of grilling food either just because of that reason. But definitely don't use aluminum foil. And it made me think of that. And, you know, people cover their turkey on Thanksgiving with aluminum foil on the top. Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, totally agreed. I mean, you remember when we had the big bee decline around 2010 and all the bees were dying off and people were, the cover cover story was it was niminicide type uh, uh, insecticides. Well, what the studies uh, say are very different than what the news was telling you. The studies actually said 
in this particular study I have in front of me, bumblebee pupae contain high levels of aluminum. They were finding massive levels in, of aluminum in bees and in their pre-born uh, components that were actually causing them to get sick or die, and this was now being recognized as, this is a quote, a potential cause of bee decline. The aluminum is so high that they've been releasing that not only did it, is it found in soils, and aluminum is, is, uh, is very bad for, for people, of course, but it also caused a, uh, an epidemic around the country. People were reporting that their trees were just breaking. It makes the tree wood very brittle over time, not even a long period of time. It acts quite quickly as it's brought up into the tree, and it was causing white, what they call white bark syndrome. And then it also, and then what would happen is the bark would start to peel away, and then in the next big uh, windstorm, or even not even a windstorm, trees would just break without nearly the amount of wind that would normally cause them to break. So it was making the wood very brittle. Uh, aluminum is also a very potent immunosuppressant, so it also helps decline your immune system. It interferes with your with your uh, with your uh, immune uh, cells, with your killer T cells, and your other immune cells and uh, makes them not uh, not work properly. So, and again, I'm cutting myself off here because we can go, and there was a, there's fungal infections in bats in Maine, and I believe it was from, uh, it was from uh, chronic. Whenever you, whenever you get fungal infections or you get, like, yeast infections or pro, what you're having generally, uh, even I believe Lyme is, this is why Lyme is always associated with mercury. This is why the symptoms of Lyme and mercury uh, are co so coincident is because mercury causes chronic immune suppression, and then you have what are called opportunistic infections that come in. Then you have, you know, yeast infections, and you have Lyme, and you have all kinds of, of other things that happen, uh, fungal infections, and, and so on and so forth. And this is what was happening, uh, uh, in my opinion, when I, based on the research that I saw in the bats in Maine, where having bats die off and getting infections and die, and, and I think it was from, uh, partly from the aluminum. Yeah, could be. We'll have to we'll have to talk about that whole Lyme thing in private because that's that's interesting stuff. So I want to talk about I want, I want to get back on that a, a little bit with the vaccine this week because there's been several um, movie stars, Hollywood people have died of um, more coronary coincidences this past week. Matthew Perry from Friends being one of them. And um, yeah, but I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it that he just drowned in his hot tub. Supposedly it was a cardiac arrest. And there was pictures floating around of him promoting the COVID vaccine. Surprise, surprise. Which seems to be, you know, how it all falls in line with all of the rest of them that have dropped dead after advertising the vaccine. So, I mean, the guy was a crack addict. He was a drug addict. He was even found on Epstein Island. Um, I'm sure with the rest of the friends, uh, quote unquote, friends uh, past, which they all are. There are. All of Hollywood is the same. There's no good ones. There might be one or two good ones that actually um, are not part of that deal, and I could probably name them off the top of my head. But uh, pretty sad, pretty sad to see that that going on. And you know, if you look back on, you know, I really like to listen to um, Sharon Tenpenny. And she came out very early on when that vaccine first came out, and she said that um, people would die of, you know, core strokes and heart attacks early on, and then it would lead into autoimmune 
uh, issues and long-term illness, chronic illness, and that is exactly what's happening. And, you know, I, I've mentioned to you and I've mentioned this many, many times on the show that I run uh, a Facebook group for, for vestibular disorders because I have a vestibular disorder. And when I started that group, it was so minimal with the amount of people. I cannot tell you how many people joined that group a week saying that I had the COVID vaccine and now I have vertigo. After I got the COVID vaccine, now I'm, you know, I'm having neurological symptoms. Almost probably one out of two that joined that group mentioned that. And even, it might be everybody now, they just don't make the correlation. Some of them actually make the correlation that it was, in fact, the COVID vaccine that caused that. Right. Right, yeah. No, I totally agree. The COVID vaccine is one of the largest uh, intentional disasters that have ever been carried out. I think chemtrails are number one. This might be number two. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. You, statistically, you, you, arguably, there's a few things, but but it is absolutely unbelievable. It clogs, cause, it clogs your arteries. The uh, the spike proteins bind to your uh, ACE2 receptors, which then cause the growth and the accumulation of what's called fibrin, which is your clotting netting that kind of accumulates. And then you have people having strokes, um, aneurysms, and heart attacks, all kinds of problems. So it would be very wide. And because of the communicability of the spike protein, I mean, I mean, this was all done on purpose. I mean, there's no – this is all done on purpose. It's out in the open. We know this was done intentionally. There's no way that this was an accident. People should all be on uh, – and I, sh- I don't treat diagnosis. You've got to talk to your healthcare care professional, but – uh, you know, in my in my personal opinion, I'm not a doctor and I don't treat, diagnose, or cure anything. But uh, in my personal opinion, if people aren't taking some kind of uh, something to actually break down fibrin, some kind of enzyme to break down fibrin in their body, they could they could be in trouble. They could fall uh, prey to to one of these issues. And Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, we were one of the first companies, very one of the very first companies that actually distributed her materials back in the early 2000s when she started making DVDs and CDs. We actually distributed mm-hmm. her materials for her. We were in touch with her office early on. Uh, but well, she is one of the probably the most researched person on vaccines, the, the entire broad spectrum subject of vaccines uh, that I know of on the earth. So people need to listen to Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Yeah, she's brilliant. She really is. After her, no doubt, they're after her. So I would be in, I'd be living in a somewhat underground if I were her. Because I mean, look at even how many naturopaths that they've killed off over the last ten years. You know, and I have a friend of mine who is very. He's actually, you know, he was my doctor, and he is a naturopathic doctor. And I said, don't you worry. He's like, from time to time I do, you know, worry about that I'm going to get, you know, knocked off, you know, for what I do because, you know, they don't want those types of cures around. These people to know about that kind of medicine, especially if they're the type of naturopathic physician or or like her who speaks. I mean, look what look at what they did with the frontline doctors during during the pandemic. You know, I mean, they arrested one of them and threw her in jail for speaking the truth. 
Oh, exactly. Yeah, there's. I have personal knowledge about it. They they have been harassing uh, Dr. Tenpenny for some time, um, you know. But that's it's uh, something you know. If she wants to expound on that, she she's that's a, that's her choice. So I don't get into personal things like that. But there's uh, they they have been and they do uh, very and I, harass is a very light word. They have really made her life difficult. But she has been like an angel. I mean, she has just put her faith in God, and she says, you know. Uh, whatever happens, happens. I know where I'm going. I know what my job is on this earth, and I'm going to do it. And she just stood fast and kept walking forward and did what she believed she was here to do. And she has done more good and probably saved more lives than 99.99% of other practitioners that you'll ever know. She's just been, not, and I don't mean anything against other practitioners, just fantastic herbalists and naturopaths all around the world that save lives every day, and, and they do a great job. But Dr. Tenpenny is right at the top there. Fantastic work she's done. Fantastic research. Yeah. Well, you're, you've kind of done the same. So you're doing, a, doing a good job there. I said, you've done the same. You're doing a good job there. Oh, you know, with us. <laughs> so you do we do what we can do you know I never in my life thought I would be doing talk radio because I I was always very shy and I didn't really want to be in the public eye but I felt mm-hmm. in my gut that this is something I had to do because I had personal knowledge about what was going on and so I was like I have to if I, if I don't talk about this my conscience will bother me forever so and I'm glad you're doing the same and I thank everybody who has talk shows who get the truth out Every time I'm on a talk show, I always try to remember then to give them a big thank you because without them, you would be listening to 100% pure mainstream propaganda, and that, that would be your only choice. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yikes. It's a good yeah, thing we I don't can imagine because we lived through it. Remember 20 years ago, 30 years ago before the Internet? Oh, yeah. The stuff That's that they got away with because there was no alternative sources of information unbelievable mm-hmm. the things that they've done to people, to the world. Yep. They don't get away with it as much anymore, which is why they hate the Internet. Yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot of information. But, you know, there was somebody fighting me with me on, on one of my pages today that I've run. And, you know, I'll keep that page, you know, no matter where I live, because I'll always fight for New York. And I, I posted something about us landing on the moon, which we know is a total hoax. I would have never thought that. You know, and I have a family member that, I have a family member that she she worked in the Pentagon, you know, and she actually met these guys, you know, these astronauts that supposedly landed on the moon. And when I, when I started telling her this stuff, she was like, oh, get the fuck out of here. That can't be true. There's no way I met them. I saw it. You know, and when I started doing the research on this, I was like, yeah, there's no way that they that they landed on the moon. And there's videos of it. You know, and of course, they hit all those videos um, of them actually taking the videos of them, of them scamming, doing it, you know, with the whole propped background and everything else. So you, when we were on the phone the other day, you were telling me something about the suit because uh, I posted a meme about the type of suit that they supposedly used uh, when they were standing on the moon. And this guy, he went off on me. You're stupid. You know, and I'm thinking, okay, so 
Now, when you, when you don't know your facts or when you don't want to hear any of the truth, then you start attacking personal character, first of all. You don't even know who's a You know, and you probably never picked up a book. But anyway, he's going off by me, and I'm just like, well, this is the type of person that will probably never sign up for Telegram. So I want you to tell the listeners what, what we're talking about there as far as the body suit that they supposedly use, what you told me on the phone. Yeah, absolutely. And I want people to know that I love rockets and jets and the sky and flying and everything about the sky. I, When I was a kid, I loved the rockets and jets. I collected pictures of them. I was always watching the sky. I would stop what I was doing if I was playing and watch the jets go by, go to the airport. I just loved standing at the window and watching the jets, learning about the technology. I had books. I went. I spent my lunch money when I was growing up. Uh, making copies. Anyway, my point is, is I love the technology. The Saturn V rocket, I literally drew pictures of the Saturn V rocket, which supposedly flew to the moon. Now, I know people get hung up on this whole idea about the moon landing a lot, where they, they, just, they just can't believe that there would be such a hoax. But you have to get out of your emotions and use your logical mind. This is the biggest problem today. This is why the media tries to emotionalize people. This is why everything from Disney to your, any movie you watch or any of your entertainers, they will say something that you should not follow. They will say, follow your heart. Follow your heart. Whatever you do, follow your heart. Do what your heart tells you. And what I'm, telling you to, what I'm telling you today is 180 degrees in opposition to that. That is the worst possible thing you can do. If you're following your heart, if you're being emotionally guided, okay, now I'm not saying that there aren't things that you will feel in a certain way that have meaning, and I'm not saying that at all, but following your heart and coming to those conclusions is exactly what makes people manipulatable. And that's why people like what you're talking about get emotional, because that's all they have. But when you look at the facts, just take all the emotion out of the way and look at the facts. When you, and I knew this as a kid, when you travel outside of the Earth's magnetic field, you enter a zone called the Van Allen radiation belts. And this is where the radiation from the sun goes around the Earth and becomes concentrated in ribbons around the Earth, kind of like if you have an island in the sea and the tide comes in, the water has to flow around the island. It gets got turbulent around the island is the in fact I, I named this I used to go out to Anclote Island in my boat back when I lived in Florida and it would do this it gets turbulent it's the same thing with the earth this nuclear radiation coming from the sun forms this concentrated band of radiation around the earth which is called the, the Van Allen radiation belts so if you stay beneath that magnetic field you're not being exposed but when you get outside of those uh, bands. When you get when you get outside that magnetic field, you're basically standing in a nuclear reactor, because the light energy coming from the fun, sun is nuclear. Well, and they won't tell you this on TV, but people just need to wake up, put your emotions aside, and listen to what I'm telling you. In order to stop nuclear radiation, you need six inches of, of lead six feet or three feet or four feet of concrete, depending on all the variables. This is a rough estimation depending on the type and the intensity of radiation and the type intensity of your lead, whatever. Uh, you know. But the bottom line is to protect yourself from nuclear radiation takes a tremendous amount of material. You know, This is why when you go get an x-ray, 
do the x-ray technicians stand in the room with you? No. They go behind a, a lead wall or a protected wall. They put on a vest with lead in it to protect themselves. And the reason they do that is because it's dangerous. When you go beyond the, the Van Allen radiation belts, which when you're on your way to your moon, you are way past the Van Allen radiation belts, you're in a nuclear reactor. If you go stand on the surface of the moon, you're being exposed to nuclear radiation, toxic, highly toxic nuclear radiation. That nuclear radiation cannot be blocked by the spacesuit made of the layers of mylar, layers of, of common materials that we have here on Earth, will, does not block it. There is no way that it blocks it. It doesn't. It's impossible. This is not an opinion. This is not an emotion. This is physics. Physics. How can you stand on the surface of the moon in that spacesuit? Much less the, the LEM. The LEM is called the Lunar Excursion Module. That's the thing that separated when they orbited around the moon. They really didn't. There's no way they orbit around the moon. It couldn't have happened. But the LEM, this was the story, separated from the uh, command module, went down to the surface, landed on the surface. The LEM in its, in its narrowest parts, the crew members inside the LEM were separated from the outside atmosphere in some areas by, by uh, one quarter inch of aluminum. That's not going to protect you, much less your spacesuit. It is physically impossible that the story they told us about going to the moon and all that video, it, it's just physically impossible. The only way that we could have possibly gone to the moon if they had super-duper advanced technology that blocks radiation that they put in the spacesuit that they, they didn't tell anyone about or in the LEM, which is highly, highly improbable for a number of reasons that there was, that anything like that was used. I do believe that we have far advanced technology than what the public knows about. I have, I know somebody personally who actually uh, told a very close friend of mine that we have technology. He actually said this to my friend. He said, imagine your favorite science, any, any science sci-fi sci show that has advanced technology Think about the most advanced technology you've ever seen in any one of those shows. He said, we are way beyond that. However, the LEM and the command module and the Saturn V rocket didn't have any of that technology in it. Okay? So mm -hmm. how are you going to stand on the moon in a nuclear reactor, essentially, with some thin sheets of mylar or in the lunar, lunar excursion module with a quarter inch or a little bit more of aluminum protecting you from the outside atmosphere? and survive to tell the day. Basically, even when you get in an upper orbit around the Earth, which they do orbit the Earth, when you even start approaching the Van Allen belts, you will start seeing shooting stars because the cosmic ra or the radiation gets so high that it actually uh, causes false lights to sparkle in your, in your eye, in your retina. And it actually, you'll start seeing lights, and that's before you even go into the belts. That's how intense it is, and this has actually happened. There are some astronauts who have, you know, who've orbited, who've actually reported having that phenomenon when they were in high orbits. So anyway, so these people can get emotional about saying, you know, I, I believe we have technology on the moon, and we may even have people who've gone to the moon, but, there is, but I can tell you this for sure. The technology that they have presented to the public saying this is what we use to land on the moon and protect the astronauts from the nuclear radiation it is physically impossible that that story is true. Physics, not emotion, physics. I wish it were true. I love space travel. I love rockets. But you know what? It doesn't matter what my emotions are or what I want. 
truth is truth, regardless of how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You couldn't have said that any better. And speaking of saying that, love you to the moon and back, but we got to go to a couple commercials here. So I'll keep it short. So Diane and Russ delivering the truth, exposing the lies. We'll be back in just a couple minutes, guys. Hang tight. Hello to all my social media followers. If you are celebrating any holidays, please remember you are now a domestic terrorist threat. If we catch you celebrating any religious holiday, we will. We will. Camp you. I know you all like to watch the green dude. So I created a new holiday song that will become a hit classic banger for many decades to come. Please watch for my new album which will be out soon. That green dude's a hunk. I need to see his junk. We will put you in a camp. You obnoxious camp. We will need to see your can. In the naked body scan. When you are a domestic threat. That is what you get. We will destroy all borders. And have a new world order. I don't give a damn. You must wear your bloody scam. Compliance is the key. For us to start World War 3. All of our global crime ring. Makes our syndicate go swing. When you take the booster. We will get to snuff the rooster. A frenzy we will whip. To make you get your chip. An implant you will get. Or your ass will be in debt. Now get those buff cheeks spread. We need 90% of you dead. Special shout out to G. Globalist. The head of lies Nicker Pharmaceuticals for paying me to put this necessary information out to the public. Now remember you are all property of the New World Order Global Government. Wear your scams. Get your gene therapy. And get in the bloody boxcars when we tell you to do so. Now have a bloody holiday and get in your suicide pods. Brass, you there? Russ, we're back. You there? I'm here. (laughs) Sorry about the delay. Yes, I am here. I am back. (laughs) Call me off guard there, but uh, I mute my I I mute myself. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know what? Um, We have to actually make commercial. You and I, for for the commercials. So that, you know, the other, I think there's like, I don't know, 30 or 40 other people that are on the, on Freedomizer Radio and Blog Talk Radio that have shows throughout the, the country. And there's in Canada and I think there's one in South America. It's kind of cool. So, um, but we have to do our own commercial and get a commercial on there. Just just making that sad note. So Let's I, I lost my it. That's a great idea. Yeah, we do have to make one. It, it has to be like a little you know, 30 seconds, nothing big. Um, but I lost my glasses. And they don't want to see anything. I have the lights on. I lost my glasses. I'm like, ah, such a pleasure to turn over 50 years old. But last year was the first time in my life I ever needed readers. You know, and um, I really notice it now. 
especially over the last two readers, like reading shampoo bottles now is like impossible. Even small print is like I need my readers and it, it's just that acceptance of, you know, getting older thing, I guess. But I I have I have that um, <laughs> in group chat, somebody just posted, uh, this is pathetic, and this is exactly the kind of propaganda that we're talking about. You know, there, these four viruses could collectively make 2050, yep, you heard me right, 2050, much more deadly than 2020. I said to myself, okay, I can get out my calculator. I will be almost 80 years old. And they are projecting that there's going to be four viruses that are more deadly in 2050. It's like, are you kidding me right now? I'm a, I'm, ah. Yeah, how do you feel about Fauci actually predicting that during Trump's administration that there was going to be some great outbreak and he was going to face a big challenge with some kind of a pandemic? He came out and said it ah. long, not long, but before it happened, a couple of years before it happened. Mhm. Yeah. Mm, so, how did he know that? Boy, that was that was just fascinating. Yeah. Twenty fifty. I mean, come on. I mean, just people just that's the type of propaganda. So people are just going to wear pictures on their face for the rest of their life because they see articles like that. Ah. Uh. Exactly. It's a scare article. Uh. Yep. It's just to scare you people and make you think that they know something. You know, and, and right. keep people in fear. Yeah, they, it's it's un, this is one of the ridiculous types of propaganda we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then there was there was another one too that's saying that eating meat contributes to climate change, which you know they're saying that. So they're saying <laughs> those meat need to have warning labels on it. This was an article that literally. I read this morning, which is like the dumbest ass station that there are big propaganda, but does need warning labels? Ah, I cannot. I mean, we are living in a clown world. We really are. I, I feel bad for these kids, you know, these young kids, because they just are going to be, I, I don't know what kind of life they have ahead of them. But God better get on the ball yeah. here. And really, yeah, it really, he said yeah, that it really is unbelievable. Heard. And I'd like to just tell people the simple truth. The simple truth that the number one cause of all the problems in the world, virtually all the problems in the world today, the vast, vast majority of problems we have in the world today are caused by corrupt people in power. Yeah. It's that simple. That simple. And many of the problem, most of the problems, most of the problems, including illnesses and all those problems, people say, oh, well, I really am ill. But why? Do you know how many illnesses are related to mercury? Why is it that the pharmaceutical and the, these people in power tried so hard through the years? They have done everything they possibly can to cheat, lie, and steal to make sure that the public gets exposed to mercury. Why? Why would they do that? That's not science, putting it in your mouth and your fillings, putting it in your body, injecting it in your body. No scientist would ever do that. Anybody who actually proposed that and, or did it 
if you put mercury into somebody's drink, you would be prosecuted. It's just nice. astonishing what they've gotten away with. And this is part of the reason they're so arrogant is because the public has been so docile, docile and so uh, complacent and so accepting of the lies. You know, the yeah. number one cause of problems in the world, here's the key right here, corrupt people in powerful positions. And now you've got corruption in government today across the world in every country working together like you have never had historically. This is why they said years and years ago that their plans were to create pollution, terrorism, plagues, bad weather, wars, asteroids. They said that was going to be another one. Of course, how would anybody know? Asteroids. And then finally, a fake alien invasion. This is not my words. This is from Warner Von Braun, who was the director of NASA, actually said that these were the things that were going to be artificially created. He said they will be used to scare the public into submission to accepting global government. And his words, not mine, they're all a lie. Director of NASA, German scientist, came over after the World War. People need to learn this. You won't hear this on television. No. Yeah, it's, um, you know, pay with your palm world now. But, uh, I mean, they put they put warnings on cigarettes, so now they're going to put them on, they're going to put them on meat. I just can't. What they should put on all the hormones, if you're not buying organic, what they should put on the label is what those cows are getting fed. What they should put on the label is that the amount of astronomical amount of antibiotics and vaccines that they're giving and that they're going into their meat supply. And then you are ingesting it. So I don't I don't think somebody say, Oh, it's too expensive to buy our meat. Well, guess what? Pay now or pay later. So and even with organic now, because of all the spraying that they're doing, you're still getting exposed to crime. But I myself buy organic because at least I know I'm not getting most. At least we hope. Yeah, well, organic is so much better than otherwise. But one thing I was going to add to what you were saying before is that even the the cigarette, the whole prosecuting of the cigarette industry, who was owned by the same groups of people, it was all the same people. Why would they prosecute their own people? Why would they tear down their companies and demonize them and take them to court and fine them? Because here's how they do it, because they make you believe that government's fighting for you. They want to keep the faith, and that's what they do is they take one step forward and they say, look what we did, look what we did. We took a step forward. They'll put it in the news. They'll write stories about it. They'll put it in the textbooks, and then they take two steps backwards and they never talk about it. Then they take another step forward and they show it and put it in front of the faces of the people, and then they take two steps backwards silently. It's one step forward, two steps backwards, one step forward, two steps backward, and they only let you think we're going forward because this is what Sinsu said. You know, this is what, uh, this is part of the art of war is that you always make sure your enemy has false hope. You always make sure they, that the, the most conquerable enemy is an enemy that doesn't know that they are a war. So all you see in the news is, you know, not all you see. No, you, you'll see some of the struggles. But really, hey, they're all doing what they can do. We're going one step forward, one step forward, maybe slowly, maybe it's a tough ride, but we're getting there. We're making progress. No, 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 we're not. We're going backwards, and it's all intentional. And the whole thing about organics I want to throw 
I would say that too is a study out of USF University of South Florida. Actually, this is like 30 years ago, something like that. Um, uh, Ten to 100 times higher mineral content in organic food versus non-organic food. The mineral content in organic food. This is a, this is a study out of the out of uh, USF. Uh, Ten to 100 times more mineral content. So organic food is very very different. Of course, with the spraying today. That is making things more difficult, but still, put everything in your favor. Yeah, absolutely. Wash it off, whatever you got to do. But, um, I mean, the average strawberry, just conventional strawberry, has something like 80 different pesticides on it. So that alone right there is worth it. Although it's still histamine, so you got to be careful with that. But, uh, yeah, so we're getting ready to wrap up. But uh, I'm to go back this weekend. Uh, just so everybody, you know, doesn't screw up their whole schedule, and hopefully it goes back to a time uh, when we could actually afford groceries. Yeah. 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 Sadly, yeah, sadly, I've got news for people. I mean, I've been in this since the mid-'80s. I know what's coming. I don't know the exact timing because the timing has shifted for years. They shift the timing. But I know the events, and we're in for a lot of trouble. We're in for a lot of trouble, and, and it's and people had better get involved now to try to mitigate that trouble as much as possible. Because now's the time to do it. Now's the time Absolutely. to try to soften the blows that are coming, because what they have planned for us is very bad. Yep, sure is. So um, our upcoming shows next week, we are we're going to have Diane Sarah on again. She's been on our show a couple of times. She's running for Senate against uh, Christian Gildebrand next year. This woman knows everything about the New World Order and everything that's going on overseas and everything that's going on about New York. So just have a, a look at her page and her website. Um, the event page, she'll be again next week. The ratings we've on are absolutely through the roof. So um, be sure that you don't miss the show next week. And the following week, um, I hooked up with a freedom fighter attorney out of uh, Virginia. He lives in... Um, New Beach. I forget exactly. I went to see him online, and I wrote to him, and and he agreed to be on the show. He's actually um, he's a uh, very very big into the two A uh, rights and gun rights. So he's going to be on the following week. Um, and personally, I can't wait. I've talked to this guy on the phone, and this guy is fantastic. So uh, he's going to be on in two weeks. That can't be right. Well, two weeks is November sixteenth. Okay, and then obviously we'll be off for Thanksgiving, and uh, that week after I think we're going to uh, hit a nutrition show, but we got to sign out. We've got two minutes. You can hear all of our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Freedomizer Radio, Blog Talk Radio, and Apple. Russ, anything you want to add? I just want to tell people there's so much we could talk about, but I would hope you come back and join us for lots of information every week at 7.30 on Thursdays at this time on this channel and don't ever let them take your self-defense away. That is one of the most ridiculous things that we could ever do is give up our self-defense. Yep. And there's a lot of people that are sitting on the switchboard right now, but I, they may be in for the next show, which is uh, proof negative. So if we missed you guys, you have your hands up for our show. We'll catch you next week because we have to sign out. So uh, stay tuned for proof negative. Uh, show is next. And thanks for joining us. I'll be sure that I post the link in her event page. Everybody have to each other. Russ, I will talk to you on the other side, my dear. 
We'll see you on the other side. Y'all have a good week now. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Good night. Good night. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.